All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Jake Vevra uh, in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel. Right now I'm in the uh, tippity-top of Michigan. I'm, I'm in the Upper Peninsula. Jake, you just finished a show. How was your show? I was good, man. How was yours? Uh, it was fantastic. I, I, I've been coming to this place... God, for way too many years, probably more than ten. Not every yeah. year, but every other. But it's it's. I'm in the you know in the Upper Peninsula. There are no cities really, so it's just one of those places that decides to do comedy every other week during the winter months, and people turn out sure. for it because there's nothing to do. So they're always great. It's it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is uh, sometimes the smaller communities, if they do it right, like I. There's a place in uh, Grinnell, Iowa, which you're familiar with, but other listeners, it's a very, very small college town. And without the college, it's got nobody there. I think and, I've been there, yeah. Yeah, they decided to try comedy. And when they hired me, I mean, the show was fine. There were only like 30 people there. But when they hired me, they were racking up comics and they wanted to do it every week. And I was in my head, you know, trying to talk to them and thinking, fuck, this is such a small community. You want to do this once a month, maybe, you know, yeah, and they're going to get burnt out on it. And yeah. they did. And peop I, they were canceling shows. Comics were saying, you know, don't go to this place. They, they cancel on Monday when they don't have anyone for the weekend. It's like, yeah, it's when a small community can have a great comedy night if it's not a burnout. But yeah, when it's small, you can't do it every week. So, right. Yeah. So, so much to talk about this week. Let's bang out a couple of the simple ones. Um, first of all, we talked about the, the fire festival last week and, uh, we mentioned two things that then went, that happened. Like we, we mentioned the, the unfortunate woman, I'm trying to pull up the story I sent you and I can't find it. Well, there was, there was a woman who spent her life savings, um, to to feed and to to take care of the the festival goers and her employees and what happened was uh once people saw the documentary they just started sending her money and they raised over $160,000 she said she was out what was it 110,000 or something like that yeah it was it was it was a lot, and I, I kind of figured something like that might happen. I, I, I mean, if, if nothing else, a GoFundMe page would help that lady just based off of how many people saw that documentary. And it's one of those things to where, like, you don't feel bad for anybody involved except for the people that lived on the islands themselves. You know, yes. like, those are the only people you can feel bad about in the entire situation. I don't give a fuck about the promoters. Like like I said, I only saw the Netflix one. I didn't see the Hulu one. The Netflix one was basically the marketers and promoters going, we had no idea what was going on. We were being manipulated by a 23-year-old criminal mastermind who tricked all of us in our 40s. And it's, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, this sounds like a bunch of people trying not to get sued and go to jail. It's like a fancy, it's sort of like the making a murder for those people. You know what I'm saying? Like the, um, can you believe that um, they convicted both of these guys based only on a mountain of DNA evidence and a videotaped confession? Yes, I can. You know, like people only think these guys are innocent because they watched the defense's side of it. I, I felt like the Fire Island thing sort of was the defensive side for the promoters and Ja Rule and it, basically all of his right-hand men. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, to just quick touch on what uh, was said. Her name was Marianne. And I and can't, I can't wait to see the Donald Trump documentary that will be inevitably sort of similar after his presidency to this documentary. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, her name was Marianne, and she lost uh, about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And as of right now, I just pulled it up. Uh, she has raised two hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. So nice, nice, above and beyond. Good for her, and hopefully because none of the workers got paid. So good for her. Uh, the oh, other yeah. thing we talked about with with that with that documentary was uh, Andy King. And he's a meme, and he is just, he's everywhere. That was the guy that was going to suck dick to get the water released from customs. And once that, I mean, we talked about it last week, and right after we talked about it, uh, even before, I think our, you know, maybe it, I, we posted our podcast on Monday. And by the way, it's it's uh, Saturday going into Sunday, listeners, February 1st into February 2nd. So if we aren't talking about who won the Super Bowl last night, it's because we post on Monday. But we record before Monday. Anyway, uh, Andy King said he was going to suck. The real winner of the Super Bowl was the lady in Fire Island who, who ended up getting all her money back, plus some. Yes, but uh, he, he's he's gone viral. Everybody loves Andy King <laughs> because he said he would suck a dick for water, and uh, that's that's funny. Well, I think he was viral before then. That dude's got a few diseases. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, but he has a good sense he of humor like about it. He seems like one of them dudes. He loves it. So now you said you did not watch the Hulu doc. No, I did, and it is better than the Netflix doc. And in that's fact, that's what I've been hearing. And now that I, exactly now that I've watched it, I have heard everyone saying you have to watch both, but watch the Netflix one first, because if you watch the Hulu one, then the Netflix one is kind of a disappointment. Um, but yeah, the, 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 we won't talk about it because why talk about things two weeks in a row and you haven't seen it yet? But it, the Hulu one really goes into a more a little more detail on the I don't want to say the fleecing, but just the idea of. Um, of influencers and how millennials bought into bullshit because they were told by Kendall Jenner that they should be interested in this. It's sure. I, I highly recommend the Hulu one. The Netflix one is entertaining, but when you see the Hulu one, it's a bit more documentary in style, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So it, it it's more about um, this happened because of flaws in our society as a whole instead of this was a criminal mastermind who did this and not me. Exactly. I mean, okay. That and that's I agree with you 100%. I I they all said the right thing, but the only person in the Netflix documentary that I really sort of um I don't want to say, I, I don't really have a word for it. I don't want to say enjoyed or believed, but was the guy who was the, he was hired on to organize everything or be a technician and explain how a festival works, and they fired him right away because he said, all right, sure. you need 1,000 toilets right off the bat. And the next day he was fired because he wasn't, hey, we can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to overcome this problem. Yeah, he, he was actually raising we're concerns. We're here to talk about flyers, not toilets. That yes. literally sounds shitty. We don't want to hear anything you have to say. He was the interesting one because he, he, he said, I raised concerns and I got fired, whereas everyone else said, I was working you know, 18 hours a day, and I didn't know what was going on, but Billy said everything was okay, so, you know, I trusted in Billy, and it, yeah, yeah. it was a little. So let's move on from that. Um, 
Oh, uh, I want to talk about this. One of the links I sent you to talk about this week. Last week, I mentioned uh, a Humans of New York post where a guy was watching transgender porn and his wife left him and it ended with him being a minister. And of course, he's probably going to be a minister that rails against transgenders. Well, and, no, and, to be fair, it wasn't just him watching transgender porn. Uh, he, he was, was like sleeping cheating with, on her. Yeah, he was with, cheating on her with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that made this story pretty interesting. David Matheson, once a prominent Mormon conversion therapist from Utah, saying you can pray away the gay, told sure. Facebook that he is coming out as a gay man and he is going to live his life as a gay man. He couldn't stay in the gender Center for Gender Affirming process anymore. Uh, he enjoyed a happy and fulfilling marriage with his wife for many years. It was a beautiful relationship. And being straight became a core part of my identity, but I could not uh, give up my attractions to men, so I'm gay. It's like, come on. Like, again, there's no twist ending there. It's, it's just, I wish they could all do that. I wish Michelle Bachman's husband could come out like that. It's just so sad that people live in denial for so many years, or they, you know, just beat the Bible or whatever the Mormons fucking read, the Joseph Smith book, so hard, they just thump it, and it's, it's sad that he did so much damage as a conversion therapist, but in a way it's sort of nice that maybe he can make amends now with his life and say, you can't pray this shit away. You're gay or you're not. That's all there is to it. Well, he made a living for so long being like, listen, um, you're not gay. Pray to this deity or whatever. And, and, and you won't be gay anymore. Now he's gay that kind of sucks. It's, it's, it's hard to put that on a resume, you know, when you're trying to get a job <laughs> as an accountant or something. You know what I'm saying? There's very few jobs that that crosses over into. The only one I can think of is gay porn. He needs to be a gay porn conversion, like like gay porn star. You know what I'm saying? He needs he needs to sort of, he's, he's, he went the, the dark side now he's gotta go the rainbow side like like all in that's that's it man you can't go okay listen what was your job before okay you um you slap people's dicks in between bibles until they were straight all right well we don't have a position for that here at you know uh the the, the bank like we, we just don't have that you know it's it's you have to now be a, a gay porn star who does uh, crazy Christian missionary slash gay conversion therapy in niche fetish porn. I think that's his only option. Well, I think that's... I, I, I didn't think of that, but the instant you said it, it makes nothing but sense. I think it'd be fantastic because, I mean, it would make for a great plot for a gay porn movie. I mean, you think of the straight porn, and it's ding-dong, pizza's here. Oh, I don't have any money. Right. Oh, you're wearing neg- negligee. Whereas his porn could be, welcome to gay conversion therapy. You must pray away your gay. Yes, instructor, I will try, but can I give you a back rub? Bow, chicka, bow, wow. And then they start having gay sex. I mean, it's instead of the pizza delivery guy, it could be the gay conversion therapy office, and then they have gay sex, and... It'd be very yeah, empowering yeah, for he gays. Could, he could be the um, he could be the gay conversion therapy leader who, like, you know, he's he's the best at it. You know what I'm saying? He's like the dirty Harry of gay conversion therapists. You know, he's he's the make my day punk kind of guy. You know, with his <laughs> with his long hard 44 magnum. 
And then, uh, you know, some some kid shows up, and God damn it, he does make his day. He he is the he he, he, over, he overwhelms him with his hotness. This this dude. Well, the story that I sent you, I mean, it has a nice ending. There's one of his former clients that's um, unhappy. You know, he said he really hurt me and he hurt my life. But his closing quote was, I hope that Mr. Matheson will do whatever he can to rectify the harm that he has inflicted on many people in the LGBTQ community, myself included. And that is a nice thing to say. I mean, this guy did do horrible things to gay people by pretending that you know, this this fake invisible God being will cure you of something that doesn't need cured. Yeah, but he was also kind of a victim of that shit, too, I think. And then also, I I sort of, like, a, a lot of, I, I saw one of the movies that was made about that stuff in the last year, and it's, it's, it's powerful. I especially feel bad for the people who got sent to that as, as minors as opposed to checked in, you know? And that's that's a huge dis- distinction I'm going to make because I I don't think those things should be banned. I I'm not a religious guy. I don't believe in any of that fucking nonsense. But if you, as an adult over 18, if you can if you can sign up for the military and get shot in the head in Afghanistan to make six guys rich in Texas plus Dick Cheney, um, then you should maybe be able to try to be straight and have Jesus in your... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's worse shit you can do as an 18-year-old. You're just um, saying that you're all... For, it's sort of a libertari- libertarian stance. Yes, you're about freedom. Yes, this this fucking thing where we're like, listen, how dare you try to tell adults how to live? Well, if adults want to check themselves into this fucking Bible camp nonsense, then let them do it. Just like if adults want to decide... The Lord is some kind of, you know, Muslim or Jewish Lord and doesn't want me to have decent bacon and wants me to eat the shitty turkey kind. I'm gonna do that. Amen. That's your fucking thing, man. But, uh, you know, I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. I think it's, well, I, I, I think you're wrong. I think it's fucking ridiculous. But I, I'm not gonna tell you you can't do it. I'm not gonna ridicule you. Well, I'm going to ridicule you, yeah, but... <laughs> I, you know, but I'm going to do it lightly. I'm not going to try to pass legislation. I'm not going to fucking tell people to go protest this. I'm not going to say this is some sort of right-wing abomination and it shouldn't be there, you know? Um, there's, a, there's a lot of religions that tell people that two boys shouldn't fuck, two girls shouldn't fuck. I think they're wrong. However, if, if, if you're into it, that's your thing, right? If 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 adults want to check themselves into that bullshit and try to convince themselves to eat pussy even though that they're gay dudes and try to convince themselves to eat turkey bacon even though turkey bacon sucks, fucking whatever, man. People do ridiculous... I'm gonna fast because a deity told me to. People do dumb shit because they think God told them to do so. And and this, to me, is no different. If, if you want to do it as an adult... That's fine. So if this guy ruined their lives after they were 18, then fuck them. That's that's on them for checking themselves into the camp. Now, if their parents check them into that, that's on their parents, and that is on the state for allowing parents to, to check minors into that shit against their will. Well, I'm... That's the distinction I'm going to make with this bullshit. No, I hear you. I I just, uh, I was going sideways, and I want to hold on to my thought, because I am, 
I agree with you that it's bullshit and kids should not be forced into situations like that. I am just not sure how you end around it giving religious liberty versus a, a parental uh, um, rights, you know, you, the, the government. Right. I mean, it is a form of child abuse. It is absolutely a form of child abuse. Well, well, it is. You know, it, this is this is a different level. This is not like sending a kid to be an altar boy or a fucking, I, I'm going to wrap your hair up so no one can see it because your hair or your, is, is your titties in this religion. That's that's its own separate thing. Like altar boys and wrap your hair up is, is, is a much more mild version of what this is. This is this is some shit that it's like you're, you're trying to undo something that's, that's deep in their fucking hard wiring and it's and it's going to cause damage to them. Now if they if they become an adult, the age of 18 and and they decide I want to go be with this religious nonsense and I I, I want to try to beat the gay out of my Johnson with, with with a bible, you know, like fucking whatever. But uh, it, it's it's fucked up to impose that on on another person even if they are your own kid. Fair enough. Um, well, the, the original reason I, I said uh, that quote at the end is is uh, the fact that the one guy said, let, let me go back and read it again, is, you know, I hope that he will do whatever he can to rectify the harm that he's inflicted on many people in the LGBTQ community. Because the reason I like that quote is there is hope in that quote. There is, there is, he doesn't say I forgive him, but at least it's positive whereas i'm going to shoehorn this into another article i sent you we've talked about this there in the past the, okay but before you shoe this in let, let me okay, just go say ahead. it's it's putting all the weight on this guy as the oppressor and 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 not giving him any fucking leniency as a victim he's a victim of this fucking bullshit too in, in a way now like he 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 went into it he made money off it but I, I don't think he did it as a cynic. I, I, I think he, he believed in this wholeheartedly. And I, I think he's dealing with a lot of the same pain that this guy's fucking dealing with. Oh, yeah, it was probably very difficult for him to leave the church. Yeah. I mean, because he's not going to be a Mormon anymore. You, you can't and he be was, gay. He was being... probably forced into this bullshit as a kid, too. So this whole thing to where it's like, no, no, no. The Mormons were the most pro-gay. They were, they were going down the streets on fucking rainbow floats before this one guy showed up. No, that's bullshit, man. This fucking guy is a victim of this, too. I don't think it's right to put all that weight on this guy. Well, here's the only reason I like that quote, is because of something we've talked about uh, in the past few weeks, and uh, is Kevin Hart and his old tweets and how he lost the Oscars. And uh, this past week, um, it's still being investigated. There was, it's being called a possible hate crime. Uh, A gay African-American man, a star, Jussie, J-U-S-S-I-E. I I don't know how you say that, Jussie. I don't know the actor. He's on a TV show called Empire. He was attacked and beaten and had homophobic and uh, racial slurs tossed his way. So... Kevin Hart tweeted, sending prayers your way. This is unbelievably sad. And he wrote, why are we going backwards? This is disgusting. We, we have to do better. What is going on with the world? God damn it, people choose love. Right. That's Kevin Hart tweeting about a hate crime. He's saying this is wrong. So how did some people react? They attacked him for his old tweets. Yeah, right. it's like Jesus. Fu- I don't even want to read these tweets. You know, they're they're 
but they're just they're they're at, so they're so I have two thoughts. First of all, if you are if Kevin Hart said ten years ago I said this, I've grown, I've changed as a person. I'm sorry, and you don't accept that. Fine, fuck you. You're kind of an asshole. But then. If someone is physically attacked and Kevin Hart says, my God, this is wrong, to go back at Kevin Hart and say, see, you made jokes 10 years ago, you're an asshole, you're an even bigger asshole, fuck you. And what's even a bigger asshole than someone tweeting at Kevin Hart that, yeah, see, you're a dick because you made jokes 10 years ago and this is a hate crime today, what's even worse than that is the fact that it's a story I read online because... My hope is that there are probably that there are only like 10 or 15 assholes out there that were tweeting this bullshit, but then some fucking piece of shit journalist got the 10 stupidest assholes on Twitter who tweeted bullshit toward Kevin Hart for who's trying to support someone that was in a bad situation and turned it into a news story saying, uh, you know, the headline Kevin Hart slammed for his response to homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett. I don't know the guy's name. That shouldn't be the story. The story, there should be no story. Kevin Hart puts out a tweet saying, this is wrong, this is horrible, I feel bad for this person who was attacked. And for some reason, Us Magazine online is saying, Kevin Hart is attacked by the world's stupidest fucking assholes on Twitter. The the Twitter assholes are assholes, and the person that compiled the shitty tweets and turned it into a story is an even bigger asshole. This is the problem with the media, is... There, there should be no focus on assholes on Twitter. They should be dismissed. It should be like, oh, well, this guy made an asshole comment at, at Kevin Hart, who has already apologized and said he's trying to learn and grow. You don't learn and grow as a person if every time you apologize and trying to move forward, someone says, fuck you, you did this in the past, fuck you. That will never get anywhere. What is the point of asking for forgiveness or trying to grow as a person if you're going to get attacked for it? It everything about this pisses me off that's why the quote from the one guy who said this gay conversion person hurt me but i now hope he tries to do right by what hap- what he was a part of and i hear you that yeah he was he was probably he was probably a victim and and believed it and now is having difficulty coming through on the other end himself but it was just that was a better quote than you know fuck him he hurt me and he was into gay conversion therapy and fuck him i hope he dies that would have been a horrible thing to say do, do you see why I brought that up as being somewhat positive? Like, not putting it all on—you you say you're putting it all on him, but it was just a much better quote than these assholes that are tweeting at Kevin Hart. Yeah, but that's a low bar. Uh, you know, I try to strive in everything I do to, to be better than the assholes tweeting at Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when I take a piss in the morning, I try to, what, hit the middle of the bowl instead of the side because the assholes that tweet at Kevin Hart, when they just hit the side of the thing and the rim, and they, they don't care if their piss goes all over the bathroom. Their piss... Is, is 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 better than the rest of the bathroom because the rest of the bathroom probably made a shitty tweet 25 fucking years ago. So I try to do everything a little better than those assholes. Uh, that, I mean, that's fucking hilarious. I got nothing to say. I just, I don't know. I mean, yes, you should try and be a better person just to be a better person. I just don't understand why anyone out there would want to shit on someone who has made mistakes in the past because I'm pretty sure we all have. I am Well, but the difference is and and dude, we talked about this with the with, with Kevin Hart when we brought him up I, I think a couple weeks ago is he's not just a comic who who is is really big and has specials and made homophobic tweet. 
he was going to host the Oscars, and they're about to do a whole bunch of really, really left-leaning, really, really self-righteous um, anti-Trump speeches at the Oscars. Now, it's hard to give lots of speeches talking about how much you care about the LGBTQ community and then hand the mic off to a dude who's, you, you know, kind of got some homophobic shit in his past. That's what this is about. If, if it was about anything other than that, if it was about, uh, oh, him doing this this long ago and how the LGBTQ whatever community, like, hey, throw in whatever level, letters you want. If it was about any of that, um, Eddie Murphy would be dragged out of his mansion and being nailed to a fucking cross upside down right now, okay? If it was about how offensive his comedy would be, there would be a whole lot more people than Kevin Hart going down right now. It's, it's that he is about to host the Oscars, and they don't want to seem hypocritical when they bash Trump and try to seem self-righteous and preachy when it comes to all, uh, you know, marginalized groups. Well, I... I, I... I disagree with you a little bit. I agree with you that that's why the Hollywood community may not have backed Kevin Hart. But as far as any normal person on Twitter... Nah, dude, the normal people... Dude, so many of those people on Twitter suck their fucking dicks. And this is the only reason this is getting any traction. As, okay, these, these normal people on Twitter... Are you going to tell me they find Eddie Murphy's uh, first two tracks on both of his specials which i believe delirious were both and literally, raw yes i believe they were both titled faggots one and faggots two and if you listen to it so much more offensive than that <laughs> so oh yeah i remember yeah i remember those he got some shit for too back then uh-huh yeah, yeah. Uh, tons of people did you know back then and so um so much more offensive than the the shit that kevin hart said in his in his tweets and and, and even a special um it's just he's getting this heat because he's he's on their radar. The the, the media on the left has said this guy is on your radar, just like Louis C.K. Um, oh, he said this about the Parkland kid. He said this about Chinese people. He said blah, 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 blah. If, if any of those fucking people who were getting mad at him for, for anything he said on, on that thing that got leaked had heard any of his specials before, they would not, like, that's not that far outside of his fucking wheelhouse, man. Like, that's... He does dark shit. He does edgy shit. Like, they hadn't heard any of his comedy before. It's just now the outrage community on the left has decided this person is a target. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go after them, and so I'm going to dive like a fucking vulture on a, on a dying carcass. Fair, fair enough. All right. Um, next news story. Here's one. You talk about uh, this. This is something uh, you talked about earlier, like uh, not make anything illegal. I I don't think this should be illegal because a fool and their money is soon parted and whatever anyone wants to do with their money. Fine. They can do it. I just think it's a combination of funny and sad that this exists and that people buy into it. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White suggests people send her their entire January salary or face consequences from God. And, you know, the whole article she's talking about tithing. With the name and, Paula White, that seems like something she would say. I, I mean, just based off of that name alone. <laughs> but her quote, like they invested her, investigated her also, in 2000. Also, sorry, I, I buy a furnace, so that's kind of what you're hearing in the background. I apologize. It just nah. came on again. 
I, uh, um, they investigated her in 2007, apparently, and, you know, she was pulling in millions of dollars, but uh, the report that published in 2011 couldn't draw any firm conclusions of wrongdoing, and I'm not sure she is doing anything wrong. She Dude, literally Paula goes White on... White sounds like a drunk, older, white trash, shadier version of Vanna White. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who you're going to for <laughs> spiritual advice? The fuck is wrong with you? Well, that's that's why I'm that's why I don't think it should be illegal, and that's why when they say that the the they investigated her and didn't find anything, you know, they couldn't charge her with anything. Yeah. What is there to charge her with? She goes on TV and says, you know, Jesus said you should send me money, and if you send her money, well, fuck, that's on you. If you're a grown adult sending someone money because they went on TV and said Jesus, and her quote literally is. Um, I lo- oh, each January I put God first and honor him with the first of our substance by sowing a first fruits offering of one month's pay. That's a big sacrifice, yeah. but it is a seed for that. It's like, okay, wait a second. Dude, say I- what you want about Paula White. At least she didn't fuck a thousand kids in Pennsylvania and then just transfer around people that did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Paula White's not nearly as bad as the Catholic Church. I'm tired of people talking about her like she's, she's the church. That, that's true. That is a good goddamn point. I know you're making a joke, but it's a good point. It, 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 you, you, you said it with the, the conversion, and I just said it right here. If, if someone says, God says, send me your money, and you're stupid enough to send it, then fuck you. you you're that's out your you. money. That's on right. you. Um, the question now, I if, have— if, if you tell your kid, hey, listen, you made that money working at Pizza Hut, send it to Paula, Paula White, for she is our Lord and God. Yes, that and should then, be and then criminal. also only fuck people she tells you to fuck. Then that's yeah, that's 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 where it's a little dicey for me. But also, you are right. Like she's not a priest. She's not fucking kids. She's not covering up a pedophile ring. She's literally like Joel Osteen or Osteen or she's 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 nakedly honest. Send me money. That's literally yeah. it. That's there's there's nothing wrong with that. The confusion I have is with the quote I just read. Each January, I put God first and honor him with the first of our substance by sowing a first fruits offering of one month's pay. Now, she is asking people to send her one month's pay, but she says, I put God first and honor him with one. So I, I want to know where her sure. money's going. Where is she sending her one month's pay to well, it's honor going God? In the marketing to get all of our money. <laughs> I mean, that should be obvious, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's but I, I would like to know where, where her money is going. That should be investigated. If she says she is doing something with her money, like is she buying, you know, a private airplane to honor God? Because some of them have said that. There, there have been many ministers that, you know, send me your money and I will do the Lord's work and the Lord's work. Uh, requires a private jet. Hey, there was one guy that bought his wife a $200,000 car and his followers were pissed. But I'm like, you gave the guy your money. You Fuck you. you don't give him right. your goddamn money. Don't don't be pissed if you're the one that's stupid enough to send you know a check. You're dumb. You know who could have used that money? Doctors Without Borders. They weren't on TV with a suit and a Rolex talking about fucking God and, and, and buying private jets. Give it to doctors without borders, you dumb motherfuckers. Or yes, don't yes, bitch yes. about it when some fucking guy quits that gig and goes and becomes an atheist. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, we will post this uh, new podcast Monday. We post every Monday, which means the Super Bowl was last night. We are recording before the Super Bowl. Jake, any predictions? Um, 
Got a favorite? It's going to sound hacked, and I, but I, I'm going to guess the Patriots. It's an easy guess. They fucking win all the time, man. Except for the Super Bowl. They lost to the Giants. They lost to the Eagles. They uh, I, Did they lose to the Giants twice? I mean, they, they lose in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's won five of them, but they've been there nine times, so he's lost four times. I personally am going for the Patriots just because I think it, it's fucking bullshit that the Rams were there on that non-call during the Saints game. But sure, here's, sure. here's the other reason. I think we've talked about this. You know, we don't talk football much on here, but... You know, the Super Bowl is a big game, so why not talk about it? I still like Tom Brady. Everybody hates him because he wins too much. Well, he prepares harder, and they practice, and they have better schemes. And if you practice, and you have better coaching, and you then you fucking deserve to win. People are like, oh, I'm bored with the Patriots being in the Super Bowl. Well, then fucking train harder and beat them. That's, you know, I... Yeah, and most of those other quarterbacks, they're not willing to make out with their own sons on national TV. You know what I'm saying? For good luck, Tom Brady's willing to do that. I missed a news story. <laughs> what did I miss? Oh, did, he did. Give his, Dude, did he give his son he, a kiss? You didn't see that? Oh, no. fuck yeah, he gave him a kiss. He gave him a nice, long, creepy ass, oh. like three or four second. Google that shit, man. It's the creepiest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Is it more creepy than Angelina Jolie kissing her brother at the Oscars? Dude, let me just if 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 Kevin Spacey had done it, there's no way it would take him this long to go to jail. Like he would be <laughs> this Kevin Spacey looked at it like how come I can't do that on national TV? What why can't I get boy. away with doing that? Yeah. Oh, you said something a lot earlier that made me think of something that I I shouldn't say because it's going to haunt uh someone in the future, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um I can't I think we were talking about Andy, the guy from the Fire Festival. He said something about sucking their own dick. Yeah. Um, my wife informed me that uh, she caught our son, four years old, uh, licking his own penis this last week. And she said, uh, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm cleaning my penis. And well, she so said, that means he's either very flexible or he's oh, hung like a donkey. He Good is job, man. beyond flexible. We have video of him <laughs> um, not doing that. We have video. He was at uh, his cousin's house, and I have a cousin, he has a cousin that's a dancer, and they were doing stretching exercises. And my son, without even trying, can put his, he- his feet behind his ears. Just like, boom. Just, so he is ultra limber. And so my wife catches him. She says, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm cleaning my penis. And she's like, Okay, we need to have a talk. So, like, it's sure. one of those things where you don't want to yell at him, like, "Don't do that." Uh, it, it, it's, it's just <laughs> that's so. the devil's lollipop. I'm sending you to a <laughs> to a to a conversion camp for this. Yes, that's what we're gonna do. We are gonna send my son to a. But the the old joke is it's it's not gay because it's you. It's like you're you when you masturbate. You know, with your own hand, it's not gay. So now this is a very specific camp. This camp teaches you to do lo- yoga without blowing yourself. You know what I'm saying? It it has nothing <laughs> to do with your sexuality involving other people. Is is this is the Lord's yoga? You know that old uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with I think it was Toby Maguire and Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell plays the guy that <laughs> had been what was it? He had been training six years to finally achieve it. He's just putting his head under the pants and blowing himself. <laughs> I think I saw that one. Oh, it's pretty good. He, I think they show up for yoga class, and uh, Will Ferrell will not stop, you know, blowing himself. And uh, he's like, that's the only reason I took this class is so I could do it. Google that. All right. So Google listeners, Google Tom Brady kissing his son. Um, 
uh, Google, Will Ferrell, Saturday Night Live, Yoga, and uh, to my son, I love you, and I'm sorry that at some point it will make my comedy routine that at uh, as you were four years old as I record this, you were able to, and apparently my your mom, my wife, did catch you licking your own penis once. So... I hope I never have to see that yeah, because well, when I'm, I was four, I could deep throat myself. I was flexible and hung. That's right. <laughs> and then you grew, and your penis stays the same size. Yeah, yeah, it was the same. It's still big for a four-year-old, though. I maintain that. I got pictures. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com. Tell your friends to listen to us. Thanks for tuning in. Say nice things about us on any platform you listen to us on. Just take a moment to pop down a few stars and say these guys are funny and uh we really appreciate that all right have pop a, down all the stars you cheap bastards do it yeah give not us just all a five. couple five all right thanks for listening later <laughs>